Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning with Ask a Windermere Coach. And on occasion, I'll be joined by Nick Hansen, Doug Simcock, and Eric Thompson. On this podcast, we want to talk about how to create great work-life balance and epic customer service in the real estate industry. We hope you enjoy our podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning with Ask a Windermere Coach, and this is where we tackle some of the toughest real estate questions. We also will give you detailed answers and proven solutions to some of the biggest challenges that real estate agents are facing today. And so today I want to talk specifically about buyers in the marketplace that we're in. And obviously across the United States, not all markets are created equal, but as, as a whole, we are seeing... Um, People complaining of low inventory. We see that uh, there's multiple offer situations. We are seeing that buyers are making offer after offer and missing out. And so one of the questions I simply posted to one of our Windermere agent groups uh, in Facebook the other day was, what advice are you giving to your buyers now who are getting frustrated and want to quit? And we see this happening where sometimes buyers just say, you know what, is it worth it? Is it worth the hassle? And is it worth going through all this? And so I thought I might just kind of lay out some of the things that our agents are saying and how they're coaching, if you will, and helping our buyers to kind of make it through to the point where they do have success. And so I got a lot of responses when I did this, and I want to talk about those responses. But before I do, I thought I would just lay the groundwork in a little bit um, for if you're, if you're listening and you are a buyer today, here's some things I want you to consider. Number one, this is a market for being represented by a professional. And I think to give you an idea of what a professional is, it means it's a real estate agent who is committed to this as they're living. I mean, this is what they do for a living, but they also, they have a process and I can't emphasize this enough. If you think you're going to get a house today in this marketplace by just looking online, finding a home you want, and then finding somebody who's going to open a door uh, so that you can get into the house and then quickly write up an offer, you're, you're badly mistaken. You have to be working with somebody who has a process. And what I mean by that is that at the, at the very minimum, before you ever even look at a house, there should be at least a 45 minute to an hour sit down meeting face to face if you can uh, with your real estate agent that walks you through their process that says, here's how we operate. Here are what, here's what we do. And, and here's the thing I'll say to you, and, and I'm speaking from experience, right? I have purchased and sold many homes in my lifetime. And even though I have done that, I am still very new at the process because I don't do it all the time. It's not something that I do for a living. I, I don't buy and sell homes for a living, right? I, I coach uh, real estate agents and I understand the market. I understand the dynamics of what it means to engage with human beings and have successful business. But at the same time, when I'm in the, when I'm in the market to buy a home, I want a professional. In fact, right now I'm in the process of, 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 of trying to acquire a home in Spokane, Washington. 
uh, as an investment property. And lo and behold, we made an offer, wasn't accepted. So hopefully we're in backup position. But again, I need a trusted advisor. I need somebody who's negotiating on my behalf. I need somebody who understands the dynamics of the marketplace. I need somebody with a process. And what I will say to all of you listing, if you are potential buyers, find a highly professional real estate agent that's going to represent you the best that has a dialed-in process. So I'm going to read you some uh, responses I got from some agents who have really, really, really great processes. And so when I posted this question out there, some of the responses I got, so Janet says, uh, one of our agents, she says, home buying is a process. I love that. It takes time and persistence. We are in this together and we're going to find a way to make this happen for you and your family don't give up, hang in there. You know, having that uh, mentality that, you know what, it's not going to be easy, but we're going to set it up. I love this. Uh, Karen says, I switch up the strategy sometimes. Uh, maybe uh, we don't go for new listings for a while and take a break on those. Circle back to higher priced homes that have been sitting on the market. And this comes back to agents having market awareness. So if an agent notices that there's a home that's clearly been overpriced, it's been sitting for a while that hasn't given activity, but it's in the neighborhood you want to be in, it might be an opportunity for you to step in and make offers and not have competition. So I love that. Uh, Stevie says, I usually discuss the cost of waiting, interest rates, and increasing home values. And I always make sure to give them clear expectations up front of what to expect in our market. And I think this is critical as well. If I'm sitting down with an agent and they said, yeah, we're going to find you a home, but they leave out the fact that, you know what, you may make five offers before we get to the home. Uh, there's no such thing as a perfect home. We have a process to make sure that we can help you. Also, we're going to analyze your offer because not offers are all created equal. And so we're going to use a sheet to go through and look at each aspect of an offer. You know, so many times we get all hung up on making offers in real estate because we think it's all predicated on price. It's not. There's six dynamics to an offer. And there can be a buyer that has a great price, but they've got another element of their offer that makes their offer weak. And so what we want to do is we want to go through the entire aspect of the offer and say, how competitive are you? And are there areas we can tweak your offer to make you more competitive? And so I love that Stevie talks about this. I love it. Uh, Nick, he's actually one of our coaches. Nick Hansen says, uh, your time is quickly approaching to win. I love that. Some, some positive feedback. Uh, or do you want to wait for six to 12 months and pay possibly 10 to 15% more with an interest rate that could be even higher than today? And he brings up a great point. And I'm going to put a link in here to Matthew Gardner's forecast, our economist for Windermere. And I want you to hear what he says about, you know, we're not uh, hitting a place where there's a real estate bubble. And he really gives you a true breakdown of inflation and a true breakdown of appreciation of homes going all the way back to 1990. And he's using FHFA.gov which is a great site if you want to take a look at it. And I'll put that in the show notes. Um, but what he talks about, what Nick's talking about here is that we are going to see homes continue to appreciate. And on average, homes are appreciating at about 5% a year going all the way back to 1990. But the point is this, is that we do know interest rates are going to go up. So if you choose to wait as a buyer today, there's a couple of things you're missing out on. You're missing out on appreciation that you would have if you moved and did something today. You also are going to reduce your buying power. And uh, the rule out there, if you're a buyer listening and if you're agents, you know this, it's a one in 10% rule. So every 1% in, in interest rate increase or increases or decreases, you lose or gain 10% buying power. And I got to tell you, 10% is a huge number. In fact, if you lose 10% buying power, the home you want may not exist in the area you want it anymore. And so it's something, something to think about. And so let's see some other ones here. I love this one. Uh, so Lena, uh, Lena Mall, she's one of our owners in the Linwood office. She says, look at the last 10 years of appreciation. 
Uh, so she lets them see, look, homes have been appreciating. If you had bought a home, look at that appreciation. You can still benefit from that. We need to act today. So hold on. You've got this. Stick with me. I love this one. Sometimes you need to work with real estate agents that can get creative for you, depending on the market that you're in. This is Steve, and he comes from us from Sacramento. He says, consider being creative and looking for less conventional homes with less buyer competition. You know, buyer competition is a real thing today. And the less competition you have, the more likely your offer is going to have a stronger position. Uh, Tenant-occupied homes uh, could be a possibility. Uh, be flexible on your timing. Look at off-market homes, homes that have come on and then come back off, expired listings for sale by owners. You know, all of these are options, but we just have to get creative sometimes. Uh, I love this one. Millie says, uh, we are changing our strategy. So does your, does your real estate agent actually have a strategy for you? Uh, let's go look uh, for homes that haven't even, that you haven't even, that uh, the seller, excuse me, haven't even thought about selling yet. So there's something that we can do. I know uh, in some cases, letters get written to neighborhoods that hey, have got buyers interested because you never know. People sometimes based on the appreciation that we're seeing today, they decide, you know, now's a good time to sell. So that's an option. I love Jamie says this, uh, I discussed the market with them before we even start house hunting. I, I love this response. Because here's the thing, we got to learn how to swim before we jump into the ocean. She says, I remind them that this is called a journey for a reason. Patience is key. Trust my creativity and expertise. Stay focused on the end goal. And every door that closes leads to another door that typically opens. Jamie, great response. I love this. Uh, here we have Sunny. She's from the, uh, the Aleca Suego market. She says, I give them a list of the options what it will mean for, the, for their bottom line and let them decide what works best for them. And this is great because she's speaking like a ninja here when we teach, you know, we teach the ninja philosophy, but the philosophy is this, is that I don't make any decisions for my clients. My clients make all the decisions, but I do control the process. And when they're about ready to make a decision, I allow them to understand their choices and the consequences that ensue based on the choice that they make, because ultimately I want you to be making the decision. This is a great one. And I love, this is a gentleman uh, who coaches with us, Saul, and he says, uh, interested in being reactive. Oh, and excuse me, instead of being reactive, I'm coaching clients and being proactive, setting expectations about the market and what to expect. In Washington state, it's taking buyers on average five offers to win in this day and age. So that's another good thing to let them know, hey, you know what, we're going to go out there and I got to tell you, maybe the first four are not going to be accepted. I'm going to do the best we can for you, but let's make sure that uh, we have a really, really good, strong offer. But setting expectations proactive, it may take five times. Uh, Serge says, uh, depends on the buyer. Buyer has to determine their position. Uh, do they need to move ASAP? That could be uh, something that's giving them a, a weaker uh, offer because they need to make a decision right now. Do they have flexibility on their timeline? That's a big one. Are they willing to take certain risks or not? And I love, he talks about this, waiving contingencies, uh, waiving the appraisal, things of that nature. Uh, that will determine how the, how the talk goes. Maybe it's time to settle on where, what, and how much. Maybe, uh, maybe they just need to just hang out for a little while and see if that area shows up that they're waiting for, but with the mindset that we're going to make the move as soon as we find that home. Uh, Lisa says, I think it starts at the beginning and getting them mentally prepared for a battle. And she kind of has a smiley face. 
only putting in their best offer and only viewing properties that they would truly be interested in purchasing. And I think this is a great point she makes. You know, sometimes when we get into what's called a scarcity mindset, we just start wanting everything because you know what, I'm just going to get it. And the problem is that's, that's, a, that's the quickest way to get really bad buyer's remorse is to just buy for the sake of just getting something because you got to get in there. So let's really look specifically at what you're trying to find and let's make a really, really good decision. In fact, there may be a home that, you know, is on the market, but guess what? We're not even going to give it a chance because it's not what we want. We need to hold on there. And I love this. And I will tell you this in all the coaching that we do, we have a lot of times we will have uh, agents that'll come back and say to me, you know, the buyers made a lot of offers, but they told me this, they said that, you know what, it took me this many offers, but after I had this many offers and we actually got the house, we wouldn't do anything different. This was the best opportunity we had. And it took us a while to get there, but we made it happen. And so I think that, that that's another key piece as well. I love this response is from Erin and Erin's in our Bellevue market. She says, ask more questions. Buyers appreciate the cold, hard truth about the market. When we tell them the truth, they don't get frustrated. Hope is not a strategy. This is a critical one. When she says this, hope is never a strategy. Let's not hope we get a home. Let's not hope we make it happen. Uh, but she says, uh, we have to use facts and show the facts on paper so they can see for themselves, so they can make decisions, put them in the driver's seat after they have all the accurate information and not, and not uh, guessing based on hopes and dreams. They may have to change locations. They may have to change type and size of homes, age, and how updated it is. We can ask questions that help them to come to the right conclusions without telling them. Show, don't tell. And that's so true. I don't make decisions for my clients. I, I give them choices and consequences. So I love, I love her response. Uh, that's a great one. And there's just a few more. I, I love this. Camila says, uh, yours is out there. So she starts by saying that yours is out there. Regrouping after a loss and strategizing can also help. Yes. Hey, you know what? This didn't work. Let's learn from what didn't work for us. Maybe not the cream puff ones. So they add uh, equity, uh, equity themselves. Uh, excuse me. So they add equity themselves. They, uh, that means that they are going to bring in more money, possibly, if they can. They're pockets of opportunity if we strategize and work on them. So that was a great response as well. Uh, and then there's just a few more that I have here that came up as we were going through this. So uh, one of them, I love this. So we had, um, let's see here. I had another one that I wanted to share with you where there was a story of an agent who said that they had had, I guess, almost 20 offers and they finally got their offer. Um, and what was so awesome about it was that they said it was so worth it because we love this home and it actually ended up being a home, not even where they were originally looking. And so the point to all of this, uh, the reason why I bring this up is a couple things that I want to just point out. Number one is that if you are a real estate agent today working with buyers, you got to set clear expectations and have a really solid process. And I would recommend uh, actually reading the 10-step buyer process in the Ninja Selling book, which is Appendix A, and I'll put a link to the book in this. Also, really get well-versed at what's happening in the market and understanding average days on market, market time, uh, what's going on, right? Because we're in a, uh, a market that's going forward, not going in reverse. And what I mean by that is that we have to be look a little bit into the future as to what potentially is going to happen with, with uh, prices. In order to do that, it's maybe making phone calls to other agents that have just had homes go pending and say, hey, what was it like? What happened in that situation? So those are some key points uh, as well. And then really taking time. So, uh, you know, I love it. Uh, the term we use in ninjas, we got to slow down in order to go fast. 
And so have a process, sit down with your buyers, uh, get them on a scale of one to 10, find out their what's and their why's. And then also you got to set clear expectations and know that sometimes what they're looking for, we call it a unicorn. It might not exist, but I love what Aaron said, be honest, right? They don't want to just, you know, they, they don't want to have the Pollyanna uh, story where, oh yeah, it's going to be great. No, it might be challenging. It might be difficult, but guess what? We got to hang in there. And bottom line is this. You know what? We know interest rates potentially are going to go up. We know that we're still going to have home appreciation happening. So even if it's difficult right now, which I get, hang in there. Home ownership is an amazing thing. In fact, I'll share an article from Keeping Current Matters in the show notes here that I would love for you to read and just talks about uh, building wealth with real estate and how you can do that. It's one of the reasons why I'm buying uh, a property in Spokane, right, is to enhance that wealth, that long-term legacy wealth by owning real estate. And so, yes, it's difficult. Yes, uh, we can have uh, challenging times, but ultimately it's a real great thing when it all comes together and your offer gets accepted and you go into contract and you've been able to purchase that home and a really great professional real estate agent can help you do that. All right, everybody, that's what I have for today. Um, again, I want to thank you for listening. Hopefully this helped. Uh, feel free to reach out if you have any questions, but use some of those resources I'm going to put in the show notes specifically uh, with some ideas around how you can better represent your buyers in the market that we're in today. And if you are a buyer today, please, please, please hire a professional. Investing time up front with a professional to have a really, really great buyer's consultation will save you a ton of time on the back end. I guarantee it. All right, everyone, we'll end these podcasts as we always do. Uh, be awesome. Help somebody make it a great day. And if you love what we're doing, please feel free to share this on. Thanks, everyone. Well, we hope you enjoyed our podcast. We want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If you found it useful or helpful, please feel free to share it and also give us a rating. Also, if you think that Windermere Coaching might be right for you, please feel free to just look us up at windermerecoaching.com. And we'll end by saying this, be awesome and help someone. Make it a great day.